Two men convicted of killing black activist and civil rights advocate Malcolm X back in 1965 will be exonerated, according to the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. Mohammed Aziz and Khalil Izzam spent decades in prison. Mr. Aziz, who is 83, was released in 1985. Islam was released in 1987. He died in 2009 at the age of 74. Now, attorneys, scholars, and others have long raised many questions about those convictions, and there have been many alternate theories and accusations about the murder of Malcolm X. After Netflix aired the documentary series Who Killed Malcolm X early last year, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office said it was taking a fresh look at the case, and that is how we got to where we are now. My next guest is a historian specializing in recent African-American history, civil rights, and black power. Zebulon Maletsky is an associate professor of Africana Studies at Stony Brook University in New York. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, some may see this as a surprise that the exonerations took so long to happen. Others, considering the American justice system, might see it as a surprise that the exonerations happened at all. I'm wondering how you see it. Yeah, uh, well, this is uh, a very difficult and delicate uh, issue because Malcolm X was, you know, one of our sort of major, I think it wouldn't be an overstatement to say a major civil rights leader and uh, leading the way to another uh, thought and idea, which is, which later would be called black power. And uh, for, for him, for his murder, not to have been solved all these years and uh, much worse, two men uh, serving time for, uh, a crime that they didn't commit uh, is a very, very uh, difficult uh, one to accept, I think, for the African-American community. It, it, uh, difficult to accept in, in what way, Doctor? Well, uh, uh, I think um, uh, it's become sort of clear that there was uh, a lack of sort of seriousness about prosecuting that case and about uh, actually, you know, really finding the truth. And then there's so many pieces to this puzzle we are now finding out through the, the coverage. There's been excellent coverage on it. Um, and then the documentary to which you referred as well, um, you know, there there were some, there's, there's from very high levels of the government, apparently uh, a lack of uh, communication, uh, for lack of a better word, between, uh, in this case, the FBI and then the New York uh, Police Department, and, and so um, I think uh, 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 there's a sense that uh, there's sort of these larger uh, forces involved that uh, prevented justice from happening, and that's a shame because um, the family of Malcolm X, uh, his daughters, uh, for for instance, who uh, remain very active, you know, are really hurting over that. We've hurt over that, not knowing, you know, who, uh, you know, who killed their father. And then uh, the lack of justice in this case, uh, since since apparently the people who were responsible are have now passed away. T- tell me about the shadow of Malcolm X and specifically his murder. Um, how, what does it cast on America and race relations today? 
Yeah. Um, well, uh, you know, Ossie Davis, uh, uh, was a great uh, African-American actor, um, eulogized Malcolm and he called Malcolm, you know, our, our shining black prince. Um, Malcolm, Malcolm's influence, his charisma, his confidence, his genius, his brilliance too, uh, are things that uh, I think a lot of, you know, uh, especially African-American males uh, identify with growing up. Uh, it's in the music, it's in hip hop, it's uh, his, his words are really everywhere and his wisdom. Uh, he was the first one to really, I think, effectively hold the mirror up uh, uh, for uh, the United States uh, to see itself uh, for what it, you know, for, for some of the truths and the, and the unvarnished truth that he told America. Now, he wasn't right about every single thing. Uh, and he, he, he begins to evolve and change his thinking uh, as I think he realizes really his true calling as a, um, uh, as a, as more than a civil rights leader, but a truth teller and and one who's who's thinking uh, and and his humility he lived very simply didn't have any money um uh and uh had a true commitment probably the perhaps the truest commitment to the liberation of african americans and other people uh that 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 we've ever seen uh, in america there will be some who will look upon this as as history it happened again in 1965 but you have spoken about the pain that exists today and the revelation that there may have been information withheld, um, that there may be at, at top levels you know, knowledge that these two men were innocent. I'm wondering what that does today. Uh, well, uh, the timing of it, I suppose, is, is, is interesting because there seems to be uh, a reckoning in the land uh, right now with, with these kinds of issues of racial injustice, some of which, which have been on the books, so to speak, for a very long time. Um, uh, I think that it's a step toward healing, uh, you know, as the shock uh, and, and understanding wears off. It, it's, it's been a, there's been a number of sort of people involved in bringing this story to light uh, um, uh, the other person, who re- uh, people who deserve uh, credit—not credit, but you know—people uh, no, should know about Les Payne and Tamara Payne, who wrote a book called *The Dead Are Rising*. Hmm. Uh, in that book, they really that that begins to unre- you know. Un- so it was a team effort. Then Netflix, and even before that, Manning Marable, uh, the late Manning Marable, whose book *The Reinvention: uh, Malcolm X: A Life of Reinvention*. Uh, uh, was the first that I had seen that began to point a direction toward Newark, New Jersey, and 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 that there was something uh, more to this story than than we perhaps realized. It's 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 part of a good thing in a way because we sort of deify our leaders like Malcolm. You know, we we told a story uh, about his life, but now we're finding that there's much more detail much more to know about the life of Malcolm X, perhaps one of the greatest thinkers of the 20th century. He lectured at Oxford, he lectured at Harvard. He was into, you know, so I think, I think the community is, is, is hurting. I think people are hurting um, 
but there's also jubilation to know that there's there is uh, there is a an answer, and 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 that's really all people can ask for. There are so many unsolved um, mysteries and murders, actually civil rights murders, and this is this is a very big one, but this is one of of many. Dr. Maletsky, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, thank you, thank you for having me. Dr. Zebulon Vance Maletsky is a historian and associate professor of Africana Studies at Stony Brook University in New York. We were talking about the exoneration of two men who served decades in prison for the murder of Malcolm X. The conviction of a third man who had confessed to the murder at the time of his trial still stands.